it's time for another podcast. You might think that there are not many topics to follow you up in this area. I tell you, there are. This week I'm quizzing a tutor, one who teaches groups and individuals. Welcome, Neil Wilkin. Now that I understand that your pupils, both simpler and grander, and groups, are not English. Right. Tell me about some of the different nationalities you have taught and are teaching. Mainly, they are from Bangladesh, uh, Japan. uh, We've got one from Japan. There's quite a few from Hong Kong. And we also got uh, students from the Ukraine and Syria. How do they find out about you? I think it's through now, the connection. We were based at the one of the churches in Hemel, in uh, Luton, and the church over there still advertise our classes on the notice board, and they've got a contact phone number, so they've rung the phone number or emailed the other, one of the other teachers. So I think to start with, you taught them as a group, isn't that so? Yes. But if they're all in different languages, do they have a harder job? <laughs> they've got to find out what somebody else is saying in their language as well as proclaiming it in their own? Most of them have a basic understanding of English, which is really good. A better understanding than I have of any foreign language. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it must have been hard getting them to dare to pronounce English words. They can be extraordinary. I mean, think of even of the words rough, R-O-U-G-H. You could have Ruku, couldn't you, and all sorts of things. Yes. Yes. The interesting thing for me is that with the Bangladesh people, they have problems with the vowels. Oh. It's the the A-E-I-O-U. The number of times they pronounce them wrong or use the wrong vowel. And if a vowel is at the beginning of a word, they always seem to miss it out. Oh, right. Yes. Because vowels can do it. All sorts of things with each other, can't they? They can play games with each other. O-U is different from A-R and things like that. Yes. Oh. But So was there a bit of laughter when you first got your, your pupils? Yes. I, or I mean, was embarrassment? <laughs> well, when I first started, I didn't think it would be my cup of tea at all. But right. I went along. I, I knew the other tu- main tutor. And I went along to the, the church in St Albans. And I thought, this is fun if I can be of any help. But I was told, you've got the social skills and the people will chat to you over a tea and coffee afterwards. They'll right. open up in the small talk, which we want to get them conversational English going. We don't want um, the written word because they can learn that at college. OK, yes. Um, and it's got to be chat that you can understand. Mind you, if people are really there with a smile or a grimace, you can tell quite a bit, can't you? Oh, yes. Or shock. <laughs> yes. Oh, was it years ago that you started the first of these courses at all? Um, it was I mean, at least four years ago. Right. At least four. It seems a long time ago now, but yes, it was four or five years ago. We started at St Paul's Church mm. and then we moved... Then I was encouraged to get involved with a group that met in the town centre, but that that closed after a short period because there was a fire, 
and then uh, not not at they're not at the venue at some flats behind mm-hmm. and they felt to close the site down that we were using right. and then a class was running in Luton and I was asked would I like to help out over there mm-hmm. so we have three tutors go over to help out from St right. Albans in is, Luton is it in a um a scheme i mean is it um the tutors of hertfordshire or something um <laughs> It, well, it came about because the main teacher was involved with the Heart Refugee Network mm-hmm. and he'd been for an interview and he'd met um, Caroline Herring and she seemed happy with what he was doing at this time. Right. And then I, I was asked, would I like to join? I went for an interview and they said, you've got a reference that the main tutor seems happy with what you're doing. Right. Um, fine. And then since then, instead of just the main class on a Thursday lunchtime, I've now been offered the chance of doing some individual reading classes and one-to-one conversational classes. All right. So I have another five of those a week. That's probably um, easier to manage in a way because you've got with it with the group you've got to be fair, and you've got to help the person who talks too much as well as the person who can hardly say anything to you. Yes. You have certain people like that. We do. Yes, we do. I think what's helped is not that I'm a computer geek, I'm not into the technology, oh. but going into small little groups, breakout rooms on the computer, because most oh. of it's done online now, um, instead of meeting face-to-face, is good because in the small groups you get the confident ones to try and lead the little group, and I'm just there to jog them along. If, mm. if they're having problems. What about the subjects of what you talk about? Is that in your gifting? You say, right, today we're going to talk about, oh, I don't know, no, not wildflowers, but churches. No, that wouldn't do either. Um, well, we've asked the stu- Well, when we first started, we had a basic syllabus to, to work from. But since then, we've asked the students what they would like right. to learn, what would right. benefit them if they're settling in England. So we've had things such as some of them were helping them through the theory of the driving test. Mm. Some of them were helping them with the UK citizens exam to try and get them through that. And and even occasionally I'm thinking, good job they've given me four answers here, because if they'd asked me this question straight out, I couldn't answer it and I would fail. (laughs) But they've given you an option of four answers. And I thought, well, I can answer that now. Yes. Oh, dear. What did it feel like just before you did your first group, your first lesson? I, to be honest, I didn't know how they would accept me. I thought, well, I've come in to sit in the group and learn. Mm. But, oh, right. And, and that's what I thought. And I thought, well, I'll be another student like them mm. because I want to learn what's the best way to become a teacher. But I was told afterwards, just settle into the class and... It will just flow. Um, the students will ask you, you'll see what you're good at mm-hmm. and just run with it and just gaining confidence. Mm. And I think what helped immensely for me was there was a group in London, the government were funding a little project at a primary school. And as long as the children went to that school, the the parents were encouraged to come on a class and learn mm-hmm. English. And the government said, providing three quarters of the teach the class students um stay till the end of the course we will pay so much to the school sounds good which was great but it was very structured and that really helped me become a better teacher 
I learnt a lot through that, how to plan a class, what to put in, um, what to miss out, how to get the small groups to work and how to get them discussing. Yeah, it what, was, what do you miss out? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, a naughty one in me. What well, do you no, miss out? some of the things you think, this is taking too long. Okay. Uh, let's condense it. We'll just give them a few minutes on that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's moving yeah. it along. Mm. Do, did a lot of your individuals, uh, well, both uh, sorts of students, um, feel they could chuckle and have a laugh at things or a laugh at themselves? Or were they all very embarrassed about everything? No, some, some can have a, ha, have a laugh mm-hmm. and, and a joke. And we, we always start the class informally by getting one of the students now to say, and what's happened in your week? Uh-huh. And he goes around and asks, or she, asks the other students what oh, they've done nice. during their week, highs or lows, mm. which I think is good because it's a conversation starter. Yes. Oh, there's a lot more to it than you first think, I should think. But there must be also many more hundreds of overseas folk with wanting to learn more English than yes. you can ever cope with. Is there a sort of national structure for this at all? Or? Well, you can go on a, a, uh, something called a TEFL course, and there's also ESOL courses if you want to go on that. Mm-hmm. But they're more theory-based and helping you with the grammar and the written text, whereas a lot of our students just want to be able to converse yes. with their next-door neighbour. Yes. So, mm-hmm. like, this week's class was all about having a relationship with your next-door neighbour. Do you chat to them over the fence? Would you help them out if they had a problem? How would they be able to help you out? Yes. So it was, it was good conversation started. Yes. Do, you know, do you know what your neighbour does for a job? Right. Um, See, I should think it would be easier to talk in person to somebody rather than on the phone. The phone's very convenient, but you can see by the manner and the, 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 what they're talking about, really, I imagine. Perhaps I'm wrong, I don't know. Yes, yes. Ah. Cool. Do you have as many uh, ladies as men? In our, in our main group, yes, and I was surprised. I thought, when I first started, it was all men. When we met at St Paul's Church, it was a, it was an all men group. All right. But since we've but when we went to Luton and we're teaching over there, it was a mixed bag, um, mm. even Europeans as well as people from other countries, and it was male and female. But now that we're online, it, it's a mixed uh, bag, yes. and and that's really good. But the advantage of being online is some students have been recommended to us, and I'm thinking, fine. I work with someone on Thursday morning, but she's connected in from Zoom, on Zoom, but she's in Froome in Somerset. All right. So do you run Zoom ones as well? Yes, we run Zoom right, classes, yes. Right. And we, we, we've got one young lady that logs in from Edinburgh. Oh, right. Because nowadays distances are, don't matter quite so much, do they? Really? No, no. Oh, We've tried to keep in touch, in, in, in a strange way, we've kept in touch with the ones locally based in St Albans, Luton and London Coney. So it's, it's nice. nice. And when we see them, they'll stop and chat. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you urge your students to practice on others? Do you say, right, OK, you, I know you're going back to your family, but can you find out another person or two and just... Um, you know, extend your vocabulary. We always ask them to take, take, 
try and tell them what you learned this morning in the class. Oh, right, yes, uh, yes. With one, one particular person, he likes the reading topic we're doing. So of an evening, he spends the evening with his two of his daughters and they go through the passage that he'd been oh. reading in the morning, oh. which, uh, which I think is really nice. Oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, and um, do you encourage them to read books at all, or is that too much of a, a jump? Well, no, because we've slowed... Some of them have speeded ahead with their reading. So right. we've, we've read uh, The Secret Garden together, and we're now doing... A lot of the one-to-one classes involved using The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Mm. So, now, that would be lovely. Now, you're the tutor... Um, have you ever put yourself totally in the position of a student being taught a different language? <laughs> yes, we did that one in one class. We did that. Oh, right, right, they were going right. to try and teach me, um, oh, and they realised that there was no <clears throat> hope. <laughs> <laughs> Those that can give it can't always take it, can they? Yeah. No. A different one. Right. So you have quite a few pupils per week but sometimes separated yes yes we we average about 10 students on a thursday lunchtime hmm. we have had more on occasion but normally about 10 students uh, hmm. and a mixed bag from uh from different countries but then on the one-to-one uh yes and on a monday i have a two-to-one class a mother and a daughter which makes me laugh because the the, the two that come on monday she had a tendency, she wouldn't converse with me to begin with. I suppose because I was recommended by a friend down in Essex to help this lady out. Mm. And I said, fine, well, it's all on Zoom, she said, and she just needs the extra practice. Well, her daughter sits in before she goes to college, and that's fine. But the mum was struggling, and I thought, I can get round this problem. I know there's a way round it. And I've actually got a puppet that looks, a large puppet, that looks as though it comes from the same country as her. Ah. And now she'll start engaging with the puppet. Errol will pick its, pick his head Do up. You don't use puppets all the time. No, 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 no. No, because no. Neil does use puppets. Yes, I do use yes. puppets. Yes. In my other in my other career. <laughs> but just on this occasion, I thought I'd do it as a one-off and see what yeah. happens. But now I get told on a Monday, where's my friend? Oh, yes. Yes, you could do a lot with puppets as well. I mean, you, you can do a lot. Oh, yes. Full stop. But she, <laughs> but she will have a conversation with Errol, whereas, mm. and she'll talk about her week. So I'm thinking, why am I here? <laughs> now, can you just describe one or two of your pupils, not with their names, but um, maybe how they dress, maybe uh, what sort of voice they have up here? Or, or um, uh, what they like to talk about, not with no names. No, no. Right. Well, it's interesting. Occasionally, we've set them homework and said, "What have you done in the previous week?" Mm. So some of them brilliantly have, have come on and they've sent through some photos to right. the main teacher and said, um, "This is where I went for my holiday. This is what we did." So you see photographs of them and their children. Right. And they've quite happily talked about it and some of the sites they've seen mm. on their travels around England, which which I think is nice. Mm. We always ask them, is there something you would like to learn, a topic right. that will help you out? So for a couple of times, you've done things like booking an appointment 
with a dentist, with a doctor, mm. and the sort of questions they might yes, ask. Yes. We've then had role plays where you're going to be the receptionist and someone else is going to be the patient. Right. As though you're going to the doctor's surgery to make. Yes, yes. I, we did, I did have one classic instance where we were in the role-playing situation. I said, excuse me, I said, we haven't gone to India to make this appointment. We've done it in England. And the student turned around and said, but when I go to my receptionist at the, host, at the doctor's, she's Indian, so we converse in our own language. <laughs> oh, that stopped you. And I thought, that's cheating. Yes. Now, you had a little story about someone who wasn't a Christian, but um, sort of gave you some hints to your understanding of God. Yeah? Yes. What totally... Yes, around, shortly after Easter, I was intrigued because... He was going through the period of Ramadan leading up to weed. And we, I just asked him what happens during that festival. And he explained exactly what was happening, what he was doing, and how he said during that period, he said they fast during the daylight hours, but during the time when they're not eating a meal, they will actually spend the time in prayer. And he said to me, the reason he prays and the reason he fasts is because he wants to experience what God and what Jesus did in their time in the wilderness. And then he said, Elijah was fed. He told me that Elijah was fed by so, for so many days by the ravens. And he told me how the people went through the desert and they were fed on manna in the, in the days of Moses. And then he said, and didn't Jesus have an encounter where he went for 40 days in the desert, yeah. fasting and praying with God? And he said, that's what we're doing so that I can be totally clean of all my sin, all my mistakes, and have a special relationship with God. Yes. And then, he said, at the end of it all, we smartly dress, we buy some new clothes, and we go and give thanks to God, because we are put right with God. And that, then, that, uh, yeah, sorry, carry on. Sorry. And then he said to me, now you have a festival, I think he said, and it made me laugh when he said, is it called Lent or Borrow? He wasn't sure. So I, I explained. And he said, that's fine. And what do you do during your period of fasting during the day? What are you giving up? Hmm. And I said, well, I know what most English people do. He said, no, you're a Christian. What do you hmm. give up? And what do you do with the time that you're missing a meal? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and... And I thought, uh, are we making use of that time to be with God and spending it in prayer? Yes. And I thought, oh, well, I'm not doing it every meal time, but for one meal, yes. But not not as they do, the three meals during the day. No. Um, no. 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 But that is interesting, what this person had taken from um, Jesus, from the Christianity story. Yes. Yes. Wow. Maybe he'll do the whole lot in the end. <laughs> Come right through. Well, yes. I mean, it was just his interpretation at the end when he said what happened to Jesus. And I thought, yes, that's different to what I expected as an answer. Mm. But... Um... <laughs> oh, right. Now, um, if anybody was listening and realised they could uh, enjoy a straightforward and friendly... Uh, language teacher um where there are probably several sources but where would you suggest they contacted 
the the best the best two opportunities I can think of is one if you want to email me um, on neil dot wilkin w i l k i n at hotmail dot co dot uk. You can contact me on that or Saint Albans eight three triple o nine. Say it again. Saint Albans eight three triple o nine. Right. Um, yes. Or it, and I can give you two contacts. One, the class that I work with on a Thursday morning, or if it's easier, and you're a Muslim lady, I can put you in touch with someone who runs a group at Saint Julian's Church. Right. Uh, she runs a very active group with art and craft, and it's just for Muslim ladies. Mm. But it's a very friendly group. We are in a very multicultural society. And it's fascinating to see uh, your dealings with these people, helping them on and learning a bit, I think, as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think there's more demand for it because there's a lot of refugees living in St Albans. Right. Oh, thank you so much. That was great. Uh, yeah. uh, and it's Neil Wilkin we were hearing. You speak of love, your arms are always open wide. You know my thoughts, my every move, and still you love to be beside.